PlayStation. I'm chained. Hello, everyone, and welcome to PlayStation Unchained. I'm your host, Chili, as we talk about news, reviews, and all that good stuff. Gaming stuff happened this week, I guess, kind of. But to talk about stuff that's happened, we've got Gary. Hey, Gary. Hey, Gary's here. Yay. Stuff happened. Happy belated birthday, by the way. Everyone, make oh, sure to tweet you. him. <laughs> how are you doing? Thank you. I'm all right, man. How are you? Yeah, not bad, thank you. Did you, did you do much for your birthday? Yeah, I uh, went out to eat with my friends, went to um, Dave & Buster's, played some arcade games. Oh, cool. Quite fun. Yeah. There's a that lot of arcades cool. based on games that probably shouldn't have arcade games based on them. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, there's so many mobile games that have arcade versions of it that it's like, why? When I can just play it on my phone. Yep. Isn't that um, a Candy Crush arcade game? Yes. There is the Marvel Champions fighting game. That is an arcade. Injustice has an arcade. Um, the I mean, mobile version, not the console one. The I mobile say, one. I could say Injustice makes sense. <laughs> if it was the actual console yeah. fighting game. No, it's the mobile one. <laughs> but yeah, no, there's a lot of licensed games out there. Like, we played some Halo, which is like a two-screen, six-person shooter with guns. Um, yes, kind of like Time that. Crisis, but without, but without the ducking and stuff. That was fun. I saw that at a local yeah, arcade no. recently, actually. Because we still have mm -hmm. arcades down at the beach. Um, nice. I thought it was old. I didn't know if it was new or not. I wasn't sure. Mm -hmm. It was interesting looking, that's for certain. It was also yeah, expensive to play, so, <laughs> so I didn't <laughs> touch it. Yeah. A lot of licenses. Tomb Raider is there. We played some Mario Kart, which is actually quite fun in the arcades. Uh, very different from the normal one. Um, from the console one, I should say. But, um, yeah. A lot of good stuff out there that I didn't know existed. By the way, that Halo game actually links to your Halo account. I don't know how, but... <laughs> Suppose you can log in with a QR tag or something. I didn't see anything. I never asked us for anything, so... That's interesting. Because yeah. I just Googled it again. Halo Fireteam Raven. Yep, that's the one. Yeah, we so couldn't get past the second level. It was hard. Oh. It's a hard game. Because they're meant to be hard, so you yeah. keep forking money into it. Yeah. So. Do you pay... To play in Dave and Buster's, or do you pay like for an hourly fee? Uh, no, you get like a card, um, yeah. and you can put whatever money you want on it. Like one card, I think, is like twenty-five dollars, sixty dollars, and they put a certain amount of credits on there. Just use that card to scan and play oh, nice. until you run out. Okay, because although it wasn't a, an arcade game, I was at a bar last night with some friends. Um, mm -hmm. it's like a gaming bar where you pay a certain amount of money, and then you book a console at that bar. So they booked a Switch, so for three hours, we had access to the Switch at the bar, and they had, like, drinks and stuff that you could buy, and food. Nice. So, what was cool, though, I, I didn't buy any, but um, the cocktails were all based on Pokemon types, and <laughs> for every drink you bought, it came with, like, a Pokemon card of that type. So that was, like, an apple, which came with grass, and so forth. Anyway, big shout-out to Tib and Salts for the fun. That was a good time last night, and Beth had a good time. Anyway, sorry That's about that. Cool. How are you doing, Alfonso? I'm good, Ben. Thanks for asking. Did you have a good week? I did, because Doom Patrol is now out. Three episodes so far. I binged it okay. all. I love it. I love it. I, I, lo I just love DC shows, what they're doing lately. So good. Wait, what did you just say? Doom Patrol. Yeah, but what the last part? I love how uh, what they're doing with DC shows lately. Oh, that makes a little bit more sense than what I thought I heard. 
uh, which is. <laughs> I like what they're doing with these beefy shows. <laughs> <laughs> God, I think that sounds better. Let's go with that. How are these beefy shows? How much are they better? Dude? <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. I was like, okay, beefy shows. How they are better than normal shows. Uh, they just throw into what you call it. Okay, um, why can't I think of it now? Tim's favorite anime. Tim has a favorite anime? Tim's Beast favorite Stars? anime. I don't know what his favorite anime is. Jojo. Oh, okay. Ah, uh, yeah, there we go. I, I would think of that as everyone just throwing, because everyone's so beefy in that. They're all beefy. They're all beefy. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I guess we should get straight into the news. Um, Talk about beefy specs, but disappointment results. Far Cry 6 on PS5 and Xbox Series X won't ha- have uh, ray tracing, um, which sucks because ray tracing is really good, and I don't know why they haven't done it. Probably because the... I don't know, because the what you got, the engine should support it, but I guess because they're targeting the PS4, therefore they haven't bothered adding it. I, I don't know. Um, Alfonso, your thoughts? Um, I don't care because I'm not getting Far Cry 6, so this doesn't affect me in any way. Yes, okay. I will agree with you, Ben. It is weird because this is the next iteration in the, the franchise and it is coming to, you know, current gen consoles, current gen consoles support ray tracing. So that is a little weird. I don't know, maybe they it might be able to support it later down in future patches, but not have it day one yet. It's a little weird. But as for me, yeah, I I, I don't care because I'm not getting it. So yeah. I'm also not purchasing it after well, not that fast, to be honest. When it first got announced, I was excited, but it's taken so long that I've lost any interest in it. Uh, Gary? Uh, yeah, um, I'm actually not surprised that it doesn't have ray tracing. Um, there could be multiple reasons, like you guys said. It could be that the last-gen version is kind of holding it back. Um, but I think it's mostly because it's too demanding. Um, ray tracing takes up a lot of specs, a lot of bandwidth, a lot of everything from a game. Uh, and the fact that it's an open world game, it's just going to make it that much harder and a lot worse. So I think it's more stability than anything else. Um, Spider-Man says hi. Who? Spider-Man says hi. <laughs> um, yeah, Spider-Man does say hi. You're right. But <laughs> Spider-Man, the, the, the difference is Spider-Man, you have a concrete jungle. This is an actual jungle. If you're going to do ray tracing, you have to consider how different variations of plants will reflect light, whereas how a piece of glass will reflect light, which is almost always the same way. Um, Puddles of water, dirt, mud, all this stuff has to go into consideration, like a concrete building compared to a building made out of, you know, metal, like a metal shack. Um, I think that's the big difference here, and the fact that it's also first person. Um, Hmm. I'm not saying they can't do it, um... But I'm not a developer. I don't know what's going on with the game and its development that they couldn't do it. But I'm just saying I'm not surprised that it's not there. Um, but like I said, it could be because the last gen versions are holding it back. Maybe it'll get a patch in the future. Um, but I also believe that, you know, the game is already... I think the game is only 30 frames a second, right? Probably. Um, yeah, I don't think it's 60 frames a second. So if they can't even get it to 60 frames a second with... Outrage no, racing. one second, this article says it it's achieving 60 frames. Achieving 60 frames, but it's not a flat 60 frames. No, not a flat. So there's probably, it's probably 60 frames when you're just walking around doing nothing, but when there's mm-hmm. gunfights going on and it's dipping. Um, so if that's the case, then, if you add ray tracing, that game easily drops probably below 30 frames. A second. Yep. So, yeah. 
yeah, I, it sucks because ray tracing is fantastic. Um, yeah. and ray tracing is the little things about ray tracing that make it so incredible to look at. Um, and if people are constantly moving around, shooting like if if you added ray tracing to you know a super fast pace you know action shooter, you probably won't notice a lot of the cool things that ray tracing can do. You know, we just found out Gran Turismo Seven is not going to have ray tracing. Um, and again, well, it makes sense. <laughs> they'll only have ray tracing. It's going to have ray tracing in, 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 in the replays. For, yeah, replays. Replays, which is completely different because you're just watching a video, but. You know, cars are metal. They're always going to reflect so much. And when you have 12 cars, for example, in a race, they're all reflecting in a different way and shape. That's going to be super demanding, especially with how incredible the game looks already without it. Mm -hmm. um, so if they can simulate ray tracing, that's fine. Um, they can try to do it as best they can. Obviously, it's not going to be what ray tracing really is. But if it's going to be too demanding, and obviously, I'm pretty sure they've tried. They they've tested it. They've seen how it works, and it probably it, it's just a performance thing. It just doesn't perform well, and maybe they don't have the time to make it perform well. Um, but yeah, for me, I think it's all about performance. What are you gonna do? You're gonna go. It, it, it's weird. It's like a rock paper scissors thing. You know, do you go with 4K and you lose the 60 frames a second and the ray tracing, or you go with the 60 frames and upscaled 4K without ray tracing? There's always something you have to give up. Oh, yeah. When it comes to these kinds of things. Um, and sometimes you just got to give up the thing that I think doesn't matter as much as people think it does. Like, to me, I think when you're playing the first-person shooter, I think the frames per second matter more than the ray tracing. Yes, FPS for shooting is the best. The higher yeah, the if FPS, I'm playing, the better. Like, if I'm playing, like, a you know first-person survival horror game, like one of, like so many that we've seen come out on PC and lately on console as well, like, say, Layers of Fear for example, you know? There's no shooting, there's no action, so ray tracing that one will be perfect. And you don't need really 60 frames. So it's just the payoff you have to go with. Like, what what's the most important thing for the game that you're working on? So, yeah, yeah that's, that's all I had to say. No worries, I agree. Uh, mm -hmm. But yeah, I also agree that uh, for a first-person shooter, you definitely need to have the best, uh, the best uh, frames you can possibly get. Uh, talking about... <laughs> There was another game that I was going to bring up about graphics as well. There we go. You were talking about um, first-person graphics. I had, I, we're not going to talk about this much because we don't really know much um, that I know of. But there was also a video recently of Ride 4 in first-person mode. Um, mm -hmm. I don't think that has RTX either, but my God, it looks beautiful. It really is a beautiful-looking game. Um, uh, it will support 4K up to dynamic resolution up to 4K and 60 frames which is good for a racing game, as we said earlier, because it's fast-paced. And the game just looks stunning. It's incredible what they've done. I'd be tempted to pick it up just for a, a graphical showcase, if I'm honest. Um, what about either of you? Any of you excited for Ride 5 or Ride 4? I Yes, it, it is considered a racing game, so I I will get it, but I won't oh, put oh, it's my already out. Never it. mind. The game's already um, out, but I don't yeah. think we've seen the first-person mode till now. Yeah, um... I will get it no time soon, but I don't put my own into those type of games because I don't care for motorcycles. They're, like, they're, for me, it's hard to control, especially when they add weather into it and it's raining. It's like the traction between the wheels and the rain. It, it just, I don't know, something about it, it doesn't sit right for me. So that's not something I'm going to play right away. But it, yeah, I agree with you, Ben. It does look good, but it's not for me. Okay. Yeah, um, yeah it does look gorgeous. It does. Um 
there's also a video of it in third person as well. Uh, and it looks great in third person. I'm just kind of sad that people are noticing it with this game, but they didn't care to notice it with Drive Club. <laughs> yeah, Drive Club was such a beautiful um, game when it came out. And, you know, there's no... You're not really going to play Drive Club now. All the servers are shut down. But Drive Club... Go look at some videos of Drive Club, especially when they added motorcycles to it. And it's just as good, if not better, than Ride. Especially when it's raining. Um, they have some incredible effects on that. And it's it sucks, because Drive Club, they did some amazing stuff with Drive Club. But, like you said, Ben, nobody really paid attention to it. Well, It didn't get... The issue Drive Club it, it, had was the fact they had a very terrible launch. And that problem with that mm. is that's... Uh, I've said this about a lot of games. Like, any game you release that's an online, or any type of game you release nowadays at all, first impressions are what matter most, no matter what game it is. Like, Halo Infinite mm. is looking really good. Like, I've seen some trailers and gameplay of Halo Infinite's multiplayer. Looks like it could be quite a lot of fun. But for the general consensus of the pop... You know, if everyone that looks at the game instantly think of the bad pictures that when it first got announced drive clubs has a similar situation where people remember all the um like internet connection issues that they had when it launched and all that load of stuff that happened and not thinking about how good it got over time which sucks mm -hmm. really does sorry and it did on. get it got no it got it got really good um yeah. it's i think i think what ultimately killed drive club though was sony's idea that they don't need two simulated racers they have gran turismo they don't need drive club um yeah. And that sucks, because the studio made MortarStorm, and I wish they would have had the chance to make another one, because MortarStorm was so incredible. Um, but either way, um, yeah, it looks great, right? 4 looks great. If you're into the motorcycle racing games, get it. It looks phenomenal graphically. Um, I don't know how it plays. I don't know its modes or anything like that. But if you're into the graphics, go for it. It's photorealistic. I personally would love to see another Ridge Racer. <laughs> I think a lot of people want another Ridge Racer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ridge Racer. Talking about stuff that people won? Question mark. Um. Well, Carnage is part of Fortnite. You know, everyone's favorite video game. Yeah. <laughs> um. But it looks like there's a leak saying that Venom is also joining Fortnite. If not, if it hasn't already joined, I don't know if it's already out yet. Um. So yeah, Venom in Fortnite. Not um, just Venom, but Tom Hardy as well. Yeah. <laughs> the actor okay it's already out so yeah it's out by now so yeah you can now get or you could get i don't know if it's still on sale um eddie brock's outfit from venom that there it's be the, the movie movie version of venom yeah not the comic yeah, yeah movie what do you think gary you, you you do you like it i know you like carnage and venom so i wish this was another game <laughs> um you know i'm not a fan of battle royals um and I know Fortnite is obviously incredibly popular, but I'll, I'll say it again. Fortnite is doing everything right. Um, they have a game that people are addicted to, they love, but they're also essentially making a freaking universe where everything mm -hmm. can exist in it. Mm -hmm. Marvel, DC, freaking... Um, Stony, Microsoft, on Xbox, Master Chief on PlayStation. The only thing we're still missing is Nintendo joining the fray eventually. I'm, I'm pretty sure it's going to happen eventually. I still um, think that was going to happen when the, you know, when the Kratos and um, Master Chief came out. Um, mm -hmm. There was actually a picture with Kirby in it, but I feel like Nintendo pulled out last minute. There was like a space where it was in the picture afterwards. Maybe because I think that's around the time that the 
lawsuit happened with Apple. Yeah. Um, yeah. And maybe that affected their their idea of maybe putting it on there. Uh, I I know Samus was rumored for a long time to be joining it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Samus obviously makes the most sense of all the Nintendo characters, I think. But at this point, I it doesn't matter. You got Kratos <laughs> running around with rocket launchers, man. They even have Street Fighter in there now too. Ryu and Chun Li are in the game. Like they're they're building these yeah. weird bridges that connect everything. It's like their own little multiverse. Mm-hmm. And you know Fortnite, they're having concerts in there. Fortnite is basically yeah. the Smash Bros of Battle Royales. Yeah, whatever you want to call it. You know they have live concerts there. Yeah. Um, high-profile performance. So like, Ariana Grande had her own show. They animated, they created assets and everything for this show. Um, they had an entire movie in there. Yeah, they streamed movies. Depending on your yeah. region, you watched yeah. a different Christopher Nolan movie. Um, America had Batman Returns. Mm-hmm. The best Batman movie ever. I don't care what anybody yeah. says. <laughs> I, was really, I was really looking forward to watching that, but then we got Tencent, I think, or something like that. Set? I don't know mm-hmm. what we got. Exactly. Inception. You got Inception. Inception. Well, that's not Batman Returns, either way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, you know, they're going to keep doing it. And at this point, I'm not even surprised what comes next, you know. Um, when is Solid Snake going to show up? When is yeah. Pyramid Head from Silent Hill going to show up? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, if they can get Sony and Microsoft to agree to have these characters appear on opposite consoles, you know, Kratos is on Xbox right now. Through Fortnite, sure, but he's yeah. still on Xbox and opposite with Master Chief. I can play as Master Chief with my PS5 controller right now. Um, it's just a skin, sure, but it's still something, you know? But it's not the first so, time I think. Well, point, not officially, but I remember modding Unreal Tournament on the PS3, because Unreal Tournament had mods on the PS3 version, and I had to watch a Master Chief and a Zelda mod for, for, for Unreal. I know it wasn't official, but it was still kind of cool having... Mm. Technically, Master Chief running around shooting people in yeah. yeah, that's a mod. This is done legally. Oh, yeah. This is they got the license and everything. So you know, it's awesome. They're doing incredible things. I wish I was a fan of Battle Royals and I was a fan of that game, but unfortunately, I'm not. But I will say it again. I think Fortnite, in my opinion, Fortnite is one of the most important games in the last two console generations, if not the most important game to come out. Um. I'm curious, speaking about this, where is Fortnite on the NPD list? I mean... Well, there, it's not for sale. It's a free it's game. It's not for sale. No. Okay. <laughs> They're making all their money on, obviously, the skin buying and yeah. advertisements, whatever the hell they want. Talking about that, I can't remember all the details exactly. I haven't found the article. But did you read the EU is trying to make it so that companies can't just list fake money on the purchases? But instead, have to actually include the real cost of the items on the for se- on the price. So if it costs like, oh, this skin costs six hundred love coins, it has to be like six hundred love coins equals four pound eighty seven. It makes sense. You can't just make up a currency that doesn't isn't isn't real. I guess you could say. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if there is a game out there with love coins, I'm sorry, I don't know what your pricing system are. I'd made that up in my head, but yeah. Love coins. That sounds like a prostitution app, man. <laughs> Might be. <laughs> so if you want to tell us, man, you run in some sort of site we need to know about. <laughs> oh, the Chewy, Will- Chewy Willy's <laughs> website of what? <laughs> Crypto love site. <laughs> oh, uh, I'm not that rich. I wish I was. But... <laughs> uh, uh.
I guess an upgrade would be this. Segway words. It only costs five pound to upgrade Death Stranding Director's Cut in the UK. Um, so yeah, um, the price to upgrade will be ten dollars, but in the UK it'll be five pounds to upgrade from the normal edition to the Director's Cut the Digital Deluxe Edition on PS5, which is pretty good you deal. I'm happy that, that... It kind of sounds like it's the same price when you look at the current. It is the conversion. same price. <laughs> exactly. It's just that I live in England, so mm-hmm. there's often times where companies are like, "Okay, it's ten dollars. What's the price in England? Ten pounds?" Because currencies fluctuate, so sometimes ten five pounds. Because right now, I don't think five pounds is ten dollars. Um, five pounds. Five pounds is six point eight three dollars. So it's around seven dollars altogether in England right now. So technically, we're saving three dollars. Um, well, we're not saving anything because we're still spending money, but still. Anyway, Gary. No, like I said, I mean, essentially paying the same price almost. Yeah. Um, so it's nice that they're not screwing you like I think Nintendo is, where they charge the UK and North America yeah. the same yeah. price, fifty nine ninety nine euros or fifty nine ninety nine dollars, and you're like, uh, that's like thirty dollars more than what they're paying in America. <laughs> well, not just uh, Microsoft, not, not just Nintendo, but Sony games are sixty nine ninety nine here. Oh, jeez, that's not cool. So yeah. That's that's hard. PS3 five games are sixty nine sixty nine pound ninety nine uh, pounds into dollar. So we pay ninety three US dollars per game. That's crazy. Ninety five, sorry, ninety five US dollars per game. Though I guess it's not that much different because it's what seventy dollars in America, right? Mm-hmm. And then how much is the tax on top of that? Because don't you tax afterwards? It's usually like if it's seventy, it's usually like six dollars, five six dollars, right, okay. Gary? Well, I'm. I don't know about I don't know Utah, but for New York is like five six dollars. No, it's not gonna make twenty dollars of tax, but because that'd be stupid and British prices. But still, <laughs> I'm like, huh. that's why. By the way, if anyone is visiting America, remember Americans are very smart and they know maths, so you have to learn maths when you visit America. <laughs> Americans are greedy, Ben. I'm sorry. <laughs> You're greedy, but you have to learn maths. It's like when you go to a restaurant. Well, you no, like, we don't. We don't need to learn math. We have phones that have calculators and do everything for us. <laughs> yeah, or we can just Google it. We're like, how do I count to five on my hand, Google? And it tells you. <laughs> <laughs> but it's true, though. You have, you're like, yeah, I know you've got a phone now, but you still have to go like, okay, I'm a, let's just say you're a restaurant, okay? Okay, this meal is $7. Okay, then I have to calculate the tax. And then I have to calculate the tip. And then I have to calculate. <laughs> and then you're like, okay. Now it's taken me five minutes, but I finally worked out how much I have to pay for my meal. Um, you give tip? I thought you give tips in America, otherwise you get ang- people get angry. I mean, you're supposed to, but I don't. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's messed up, dude. What the hell? <laughs> the the reason why because New York service is trash. So y'all don't. I don't. Is this? <laughs> I give a tip if the meal is good, but most of the time, no, I don't tip in England. I mean, you kind of. Whoa. So you tip Gary? I tip everyone all the time. I bet you do. Just a tip as well. Oh my god. Uh, but no, uh, I don't want to go too far into this, but it's mainly because in England at least we pay our staff properly. So there's, there's that. Well, we just lost all our American audience right there. Goodbye. I don't know why I'm waving. It's an audio version of the podcast, but still. Anyway, about video games. They're not restaurants that deserve to pay their, com- their, their staff more than they should. Which is basically every company that exists ever. Um, Life is Strange is has been announced for February 2022. Now, I don't know about you. I want this, but I'm also annoyed that 2022 is now the year of every video game ever that is coming out. Um, Gary. 
Yeah, I'm kind of with you there. Uh, I don't understand the reasoning for this date. Um, I know it got delayed, but you're just asking for a failure in February at this point. Um, there's absolutely no reason. Either do it in January or push it back to March. February is so packed that you're not gonna you're not gonna sell. I'm sorry, you're not. For um, anyone that wants to know, I just googled February is Life is Strange, Dying Light, King of Fires, Horizon, Destiny Two, Sifu, Asta Carusa, Saints Row, and to be announced, Blood Bowl, Evil Dead, Guild Wars, and Vampire the Masquerade. Some of those are expansions, but some of them are real, real games. But still, that's a lot of things coming out just in February. Did you mention Horizon? No, yeah, I did. I mentioned Horizon. Okay. Yeah. The Good luck. <laughs> you, you may as well come out during the holiday season. You may as well come out on the same day as Call of Duty or Battlefield. Um, this is a mistake. But I guess if you're a fan of the and you want the remasters, that's what you're going to get. I don't know. I, I don't think it's a good idea. It's a terrible idea, knowing that this is not a new game. This is a remaster. So I don't understand why putting it in February when you have most of those games there. Like Horizon Horizon itself is the biggest one out of all the rest of those games. And at what what is it? 22nd? That's the date? Uh, does it have a date? I thought it was just February. I could have sworn it had uh, a date. If it's the 22nd, that's Destiny 2. So Yeah, that's Destiny 2. It's four days after Horizon, so mm. I, 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 I don't understand. I, I really don't. As, as much as I want um, Life is Strange, because like that's one of my favorite series, like, if depending on the date, I'm not going to focus on that because I have Horizon. Even if they do release all the episodes at once, like they did with True Colors, I'm not going to focus on it because I have Horizon. Like, that's the game to get for me. So, like Gary said, this... this your, your sales going to plummet. It doesn't make any sense, especially for a remaster. So. For me, if it's after Horizon, it's an issue because Horizon's on the 18th and then Saints Row is on the 25th. And I'm really excited for Saints Row. So at what point am I going to have time for Life is Strange between those two games? And before that, I know it's not a PlayStation game, but I'm looking forward to Pokemon and Pokemon's in January. So uh, and then for those that don't like Pokemon, there's Elder Ring which comes out in January also. It's just the next year is just crazy for any game, any time of the year, really. It's, next year is nuts. We've got Arc 2, we've got Horizon, we've got Starfield for Xbox, we've got a new Plague Tale, we've got Baldur's Gate coming to PC, which is a big game. Um, we've got so many amazing games out next year. It's insane. And this is what we know about as well. Remember, there'll be more stuff announced. We've got Forspoken as well. Um, God of War Ragnarok, supposedly. Uh, Gotham Knights, supposedly. Um, I say supposedly because even though they've been announced, I still don't trust some of those games actually coming out. <laughs> uh, Suicide Squad, supposedly. Um, there's a lot of games coming out next year. A lot of games. Uncharted Trilogy, I expect that to come out probably, but there's so many games coming out next year. It's insane. And of course, the one I'm, I'm most excited for now is Chocobo GP because that, that a Nintendo Direct that they announced, that, that that's my game of 2022. I'm sorry, everyone. Nothing, nothing will beat it. Uh, talk about good games though. Uh, after all the controversy about the upgrade system recently, um, and people complaining that they didn't want to pay extra money for new content, Ghost of Tsushima has two new maps on the way, and one of them is available right now as we talk. Um, oh, uh, for the multiplayer, I believe, right? Yeah, for the multiplayer. Yeah, uh, which is included in the thirty dollar upgrade, right? Is it free? I can't remember. Oh, uh, Legends, I think, is free. You're gonna get it separately. Nice. So yeah, right this now. is completely free. Um, 
October 1st will be Blood and Steel based on Iki Island. And Twilight and Ash is out now. So yeah, if you like the multiplayer and Ghost of Tsushima, some new content for free that you can enjoy. Gary, have you tried the multiplayer yet? I have not. I haven't even finished the main game yet. I'm so far behind with so much backlog that I really need to get up and do that game. Um, you should. I heard the multiplayer is fun though, so I'll give it a try eventually. Alfonso, I don't know if you have the game. I do have the game. Um, I have not played multiplayer yet. I'm still focused on the DLC, which I'm like an hour, hour and a half. In. But once I finish it, I will play multiplayer because a lot of people saying it is like one of the best multiplayers out right now. So um, yeah, I, I definitely have to try that. But yeah, congrats to Ghost again. You know, new content, still getting new content. For free as yeah, well. Yeah, for free. Okay. Uh, this article I think Gary would like the most because Gary's awesome. So I want to make sure I brought this up for him. Um, Thank you. Marvel vs. Capcom talk remar- uh, Marvel vs. Capcom 2 remaster talks have begun. Um, it seems the companies are talking about possibly remaking Marvel vs. Capcom 2 or at least porting it over. Gary? Yeah. This is definitely exciting. Um, I don't know exactly how excited i should be though um obviously i don't think capcom is going to be involved in this um i don't know what kind of falling out marvel had well i can guess what kind of falling out they had with capcom over marvel vs capcom 3 um but i'm mostly going to lean on the fact that marvel was at fault with a lot of problems <laughs> um i mean it's exciting uh i i do wonder how much of that property capcom owns themselves and what kind of deals have to go through that. Um, but Marvel's Capcom 2 considered one of the best 2D fighting games among a lot of fans, especially with its three-on-three combat. A fantastic roster of characters. Uh, I think they had like 40 or so characters from Capcom and, and Marvel. Um, and had, they essentially had the, 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 the pinnacle of characters from the Marvel side, where it was all the characters that people actually wanted. You know, you had, you know, Wolverine, Cyclops, Iceman, Magneto, um, Iron Man, War Machine, Captain America, Rogue from from the X-Men as well. They had a lot of characters that people loved at the time, especially, you know, obviously X-Men was really big back then compared to, you know, the Avengers characters we have now. Um, so, so they had a roster that people loved, you know, they didn't really pick characters that, you know, oh, you know, it's a lower end character that a lot of people don't know about we're not going to use them they had all the characters people wanted and again from the capcom side as well you know they had dark stalkers characters they had obviously street fighter characters they had characters they had like mega man in there they had um characters from beat-em-ups that never made it outside of japan that people were like who the hell is this guy um so i think that's what made a lot of it so great and it was so well balanced as well um i i, I definitely have to wonder how they're going to do it though um again i don't know the licenses who owns what i just don't know how how it's working right now um when you say remaster um i get a little worried anything that doesn't just say port at this point with that game i don't know if i'm going to be excited for it um because remaster means you have to change some things up update it obviously you have to update the online code and even actually have online because it didn't have online back then um it was just local but when it comes to updating you know the, the characters moves balancing things like that i don't know how happy people are going to be about that so it's a beloved game it's worth a stupid amount of money if you try to buy it physically um 
I think the PS2 version of that game is easily going for like five to eight hundred dollars right now used. Um, so it's a hard game to get. So getting it now would be pretty cool, but. Uh, I would rather just have a Hey guys, today we're going to be taking a look maybe at an edition star. of online rather than a remaster, personally. Okay, sounds good to me. What about Alfonso? It doesn't matter what they change. It has more characters in the game regardless. That's just my it, answer. It doesn't matter. Okay, what if they're like, hey, you know what? We're going to remove all the X-Men characters because we haven't shown them on the big screen yet. Except would you be okay Wolverine. with that? <laughs> I would not be okay with that, but they still have more characters in it. I'll still get it. As long as Marvel oh character, as long, if they even have one Marvel character in it, I will still get it. That's where I'll take the that. The whole point, the, the the fighting games have proven that the the roster of characters is a massive selling point to a fighting game. We we know this because look what happened with Street Fighter Three. They got rid of ninety yeah. percent of the main cast, and it was considered one of the worst selling Street Fighter games. Though it was fundamentally a great game. It was a great fighting game, but people were like, I don't want to play with these shitty-ass characters. Where's Blanca? Where's Sagat? Where's Bison? I want these characters. They didn't exist in Street Fighter 3. I mean, a roster of characters at, is huge. You don't even have to look at Street Fighter 3 for that. Look at the last Street Fighter game where people were pissy certain characters weren't in it. I know they're in it now. That's it's true. DLC, but when it launched, mm-hmm. they're like, where's my Sagat and stuff? I was that person. I was like, how do you get rid of a character who's been there since the first game? <laughs> Some characters have to remain. Some characters you can get rid of. Like, the Tekken is a perfect example of this. King has been in it since the first game. Nina Williams has been in it for the first game. If you get rid of any of those characters that appeared since the first game, people are going to be pissed. Because they've been playing with those characters for since the PS1 era. They bought well, you can't get rid of Jin. Or Jin, like, Jin is a great example, Ben. Because Jin appeared in Tekken 3. Uh, before that, you had his father, uh, Kazuya. It was in the first two games. Jin appears in the third one, and everybody's like, whoa, Jin is amazing. He's freaking great. And then here comes Tekken 4, and they completely redesigned this character, changed his moveset, changed how he played and everything. People were pissed. They destroyed that game because he didn't play the same. And then here comes Tekken 5, and all of a sudden, he has his old moves back. (laughs) With a mixture of the newer stuff they added in 4. Fighting games are fundamental to the characters, in my opinion. You can create one of the greatest fighting games ever, and you have shitty characters, nobody's going to buy it. If Street Fighter Six comes out, and you get rid of Ryu, Ken, Dan, and Akuma, which are all the exact same fucking character, nobody's going to buy Street Fighter Six. People are going to be pissed. Because you just got rid of, essentially, one character that plays exactly like four other characters. Yeah. Tell me I'm wrong. Would you buy Street Fighter Six if it got rid of those characters? No. Hell <laughs> no. Exactly. <laughs> and I, I think that's the problem here. Like, If you get rid of Wolverine, just take Wolverine, for example. He's one of the most played characters in Marvel vs. Capcom yeah. 1, 2, and 3. Yeah. You yeah. get rid of Wolverine, people are going to be pissed. People are not going to buy it. We saw this with Marvel vs. Capcom 3. They got mm-hmm. rid of pretty much all the X-Men characters except for Wolverine, and nobody gave a shit about it. People loved playing as Iceman. Iceman was one of the best characters in Marvel vs. Capcom 2. They got rid of him. They got rid of the Fantastic Four characters as well. Nobody gave a shit about the roster of Marvel vs. Capcom 3 because they did not give a shit about those characters. That's why that game failed. Capcom's different. They People love whatever character Capcom throws at them. You know, they got rid of Zero and added, I think, uh, Mega Man to it, and then they added Tron Bond as well. Like, people love Zero. They didn't want Mega Man. They wanted Zero. Changed their mind about the game. All of a sudden, oh, Zero's not in it. I'm not going to buy it. To me, 
characters are a pivotal point to a fighting game. And you can seed with all of them. If they get rid of one character that's beloved, that's been in the franchise for years and years and years, people are going to react very negatively. Add new characters if you want, but you cannot get rid of the core, the main core character. Mortal Kombat did the exact same thing. Look how long people have been demanding Reptile come back in Mortal Kombat 10. Yeah, yeah. People want yeah. Reptile bad, bad. And they keep assuming the next DLC, oh, we're getting Reptile, we're getting Reptile, and Reptile is not there. And they get angry. And they demand Shaggy from Scooby-Doo be in the game instead. <laughs> Doesn't work that way. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. If, if they get rid of characters from this re-release of Marvel's Capcom 2, or rebalance them, or change how they play fundamentally, people are going to notice. Even it's if it's not really good, good, by the thing. way. Even if it's a good balance, people will be like, I don't Even like if that. it's a good balance. Yeah, because people, especially tournament players, they've been playing this game for so long, they know every frame of second that a move takes to perform. If that frame is off by like half a second, they will know, and they will call you out on it. <laughs> um, it's, it's fighting games Wolver are just so... Wolverine's dash yeah. attack has 12 frames. This one has 11 and a half. No. I don't like it. No, they'll notice. Because it's going to mess will. up the flow of their combos. Yeah. People have a flow. They do specific moves. They do... Fighting games are so close to the heart for a lot of people. I think more than any other type of genre of game. Fighting games... People who are great at fighting games. People who play fighting games for tournaments and stuff. That is close to their heart. Like, you can go and play Call of Duty and esports and all you want. But the next Call of Duty comes out, you're going to adapt to it. You're going to learn how they change things, and you're going to do it that way. You don't do that with fighting. This is why Smash Brothers Melee, for the N60 or for the GameCube, is still considered the best Smash Brothers. Because that is the one that people believe is the perfectly balanced, perfectly made Smash Brothers. People don't want to play the new Switch Smash Brothers. They want to go and play Melee from the GameCube. Whether it's, it's not characters, because all the characters are now in the new one. It's balancing. They've balanced that game. People consider Melee to be the most perfectly balanced Smash Brothers. Anything after that is a no-no. Their moves don't work the same. Their combos don't work the same. They don't want to touch it. That's the problem. Yeah. But to be fair, I feel like Ultima has the issue of balance with the fact that they've got so many different characters from so many different games that it's, it's probably almost impossible to balance it while also making them faithful to the characters. Like, but that's just me. Talking about balancing, though, I guess, we can move on to the next thing if you've got nothing to say, Alfonso. No, you, you can move on. Okay, talking about balancing, Naughty Dog. <laughs> I know, twist. Um, it looks like there might be a... Um, they've got something planned for Last of Us Day, which might be factions. Um, actually, this is today. So we should know today what, what this is. Um, any speculation of what you think it's going to be, uh, Alfonso? I hope it's this, because they... Like, a lot of people have been talking about factions for the longest, and I'm one of them, like... I I I miss playing the first Last of Us. I mean, in terms of story, but um, yeah, I I I I, I want factions just because I I love that that game. I love the I I didn't really care for two, but the first one, yeah, I I love the first one. So yeah, I I definitely want this. I hope it is this. Uh, Gary, I'm gonna go with. I hope we get factions. Um, I don't think they'll do it on such a small scale. I think. The best we're looking for is a patch update for Last of Us 2 for PS5. Yeah. Um, 60 frames a second, you know, a performance patch, maybe some dual sense in, in integration. Um, but I don't think they'll announce factions here. I don't even know when they're going to announce factions. Do you think factions going to be its own game? 
Do you think it's going to be sold separately? I, I think they'll do a bundle. I think they'll sell it separately, but I also think they'll do the director's cut of Last of Us 2 eventually and just include it in that. Mm-hmm. Um, not saying the director's cut of that is going to have, you know, a new campaign like Ghost of Tsushima did. Um, probably more along the lines of um, Horizon or not even Horizon. Uh, probably like around the lines of Death Stranding, yeah. Which has some new content, but it's probably content that they cut that he was able to finally finish up before the game came. So I think it's going to be something more like that. I mean, we'll find out. 8 p.m. Eastern, so what is it? That's 6 p.m. for me? So uh-huh. five hours from now? Four hours from now? We'll find out, I guess. Yeah, well, we'll already find out by the time this goes live, but yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, because they did say in that blog post, that there's going to be new content update. So whatever the hell that is, we'll find out. Nice. Now, do we want to end the two articles? I've got two articles left, okay? Now, do we want to mm-hmm. end with some good news? Or do we want to end with stupid news? Good news. <laughs> I said we do both, man. We go from terrible to stupid right away. <laughs> um, No, one's good news-ish. The other one's news. Yeah. Well, I'm always down for the, for the bad news first, man. Okay. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't say it's bad news. I call it stupid news, in my opinion. But especially with the stuff that... Ke- uh, uh. Anyway. Rumor. Detroit Become Humans planned fourth protagonist left Sony wanting to wrap its free, free game deal ASAP. Um, supposedly, um, reliable leaker Tom Henderson has revealed that Contact Dream originally had a fourth protagonist in store for Detroit Become Human. Um, and that's to say the character supposedly left Sony with a lot of unimpressed thoughts on this where the fourth character was described as a whore android who would feature blonde hair and large breasts. Apparently, the scenario resulted in Sony deciding it wanted to wrap up the game and conclude its free game contract with the Lerva as soon as possible. Not only, that, Not only that, but I think they scrapped it because of the scenarios that they had the character perform in. Yeah. <laughs> Which I think would have given him an adult rating. <laughs> they cut it. Yeah, uh, I think that's what they probably saw, and they're like, "Okay, hold up here." And I also don't think it hurt. It helped them when that leaked footage of Elliot Page, formerly Ellen Page yeah. from Beyond Two Souls, they found a nude model of her. Yeah, in the assets for that game, and they're like, Ooh. "We don't want that heat at all, please, no." Well, yeah, because <laughs> what's your lit? There was a scene where she's in the shower in the game. You could only see the top half of her, so... Not even the breast. You just see her head, that's it. Well, no, I thought you could see, like, the shoulder up. Like, there was, like, the... T- I thought you could see her shoulders. Yeah, yeah. That's about it. Yeah, shoulder, but none of the... No, no breasts, nothing was, no, no, nothing was visible. But then modders yeah. on modded PS3s found out that if you hacked the game, the whole model was rendered in full detail. Yeah. Based off of this body scan they did on her. Yeah. Why? Why? With no no consent, by the way. She, they, she had no consent on that. Or he had no yeah. consent now. Yeah. Yeah. So after that, they're probably like, okay, we have this deal. Let's go through with it. And then this scenario came up and they're like, no, we, we got we to gotta end this. As soon as possible, we want out of this deal. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. It's kind of sad, but yeah, also, what the fuck, David Cage? Yeah. See, yeah. most developers are be like, "Oh my god, that's that sounds like a really stupid thing." I don't believe that rumor. But then David Cage is there, and I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, probably." <laughs> All of a sudden, it makes sense. Yeah, it's, 
I could see him on what do you call it? Both having a rumor of this coming up. What's his name from Gearbox? Oh, Randy Pitchford. Oh, yeah. I could easily see this also being applied to Randy Pitchford at some point and be like, yeah, I believe it. <laughs> I don't need evidence. I've just seen how he behaves in that. <laughs> Normally, to know that if he behaves like that everywhere else, then it makes sense that he will believe, behave like that. Uh, but supposedly they're yeah. working on a Star Wars game. So um, good luck with that. It sucks because Star Wars, <laughs> as much as people don't like the last few movies that much, it's been nice to have a female lead because it's always good to have a strong female lead in a, seri- in a show. And I'm worried that Quantum Dream making a Star Wars game could push that back. And that sucks, in my opinion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But we'll see if she's born with big breasts. <laughs> then we'll know where they took the character model from. <laughs> they put it in. <laughs> Uh, anyway good news i guess good news on the way i guess uh ps4 system update 9.0 reportedly fixes the missing cmos battery issue now i when this got announced originally uh, for anyone that doesn't know um every console has a cmos battery battery that keeps an eye on the firmware clock to make sure that Mm. the game is synchronized properly with the online server and the game so that that way just to say you get a trophy you can't like be saying like i've got all the trophies in 1977 even though clearly trophies didn't exist in 1977 so it the the battery was a good way to synchronize between your game and the server to make sure that you're not using a hacked version of the game it's not the 100 percent proof but it was the best like it was the one of the security yeah once lines of security on hacks um but people found out that if you removed the battery it would stop physical games from playing because it was unable to synchronize with the server and then unable to synchronize with the battery so therefore if the online servers were off yeah in the future when the playstation network goes down um and you want to play your physical game you weren't able to do it because it was trying to do an online check um to make sure that you weren't cheating now with this update you can now play physical games on your PS4 without having to worry about this. The only downside is trophies don't sync properly now. So if you do remove the CMOS battery or your CMOS battery does die, which does happen, you know, it's a battery, it will die after time. Um, you're not going to be able to sync your trophies properly. But I kind of knew this was going to be fixed. I didn't expect it to be fixed yet. But I knew that Sony would eventually roll out an update eventually because there's no... There's no real issue with this happening being an issue until the servers start getting shut down. So, in re- re- really, really, they didn't need to do anything yet. They need to make sure that the firmware was ready to be rolled out and rolled out in a decent amount of time. But right now, it really didn't need to be rolled out. Um, anyway, that's what I think. Anyway, Alfonso, uh, I'm glad they updated it. This doesn't really affect me because I haven't since I got my PS5. I've only been on my PS4 twice, so. <laughs> I don't, I don't see me turn on my PS4 anytime soon to even install the update. So um, this, this, this obviously this benefit for people who don't have a PS5 yet and still using a PS4. So for the PS4 users who don't have a PS5, congrats to Sony for you know fixing this. But yeah, it, it doesn't affect me. So all right, Gary. Um, I'm glad they updated it so it doesn't happen. I mean, obviously it's not something we worry about now, but. I'm pretty sure it's going to be something that collectors and um, retro gamers are going to worry about in the future. Um, For anyone that wants to know, a battery lasts roughly 10 years. 10 years? 
So, and what you're saying is in two years, the PS4 would be useless. Roughly, yeah. Okay. So, it is a good time they acted now, <laughs> in my opinion. <laughs> most ba- so Google says most batteries will last two to ten years from the date they're manufactured. Okay. Um, so, yeah, I guess this is good. I mean, I, this, it's interesting. Does this battery exist in the PS3 as well? Probably. Any. Well, my PS3 uh, still works, and it's all yeah. kind of it's because a Because the battery is only used when it's being turned on. Really? So. Oh, so it's literally only ten years of use time. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's still pretty. Yeah, shit. the battery gets charged whenever your laptop <laughs> gets plugged in. Yeah. So ten years from you, ten years of usage time, and also you can replace the battery normally. Most of the systems, it's very easy to replace the battery. Um, and but the oh, well, batteries well, are just watch batteries, by the way, sort of things. Yeah. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad Sony fixed that, so people don't have to worry about that. Yeah. Um. I don't think this should be something they go forward with in the future either. If it has one in the PS5, they should update it immediately. Just get rid of it. Um, you're essentially telling me that whatever I buy is on a timer. By the way, and if you want to know how much, I... if you want to, do you want to how much it costs to replace the battery? How much? About two dollars. <laughs> because That's you can fine. buy it. Even cost me two dollars. You can buy a Duracell two 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 batteries, which is exactly what the CMOS batteries are. Duracell one pound eighty nine, two of them. But you're telling me also on the PS4 it's all harder to change it, right? No, I don't think it's that hard, really. No, well, no. I, I I've never done it, so I don't. T- I can't tell you. But let's, I'm gonna go see how it is. I'm gonna go watch a video while we talk. <laughs> well, either way for me, I'm happy they fixed it because I'm not tech savvy like that. I wouldn't be opening up my PS4 and trying to find where the hell this battery is and pulling out something I'm not supposed to pull out. <laughs> and I can see a lot of retro. Gamer is being that way too. They're like, uh, I just got this PS4 at auction and it doesn't work. Why? Okay. What about you, Alfonso? <laughs> what? Did you already say give us? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. It looks like from this video, it's a bit of a hassle actually. Um, you you what you do is you unscrew the back, you pull the motherboard out, and then you just pull the battery out, and then you screw it back. You pull the motherboard out. No, thank you, man. That's the lifeblood. Yeah. Well, you pull. Yeah. <laughs> but. If you're gonna get it replaced, it's, it's it's a hassle, but at the same time, it's just screws. There's no soldering. There's no anything like that. So you just do. Yeah. What is it like? I think there's like twelve screws. There's a clip, and that's it. I was so, gonna take it to the Geek Squad at Best Buy and let them do it. Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> if they I'm even just do saying, consoles, I don't even know. I'm, I'm just saying. I'm sure once the, the yeah, I'm sure there's enough people out there that will do that. So I like. It's a good update, which is, is nice, but at the same time, and I was expecting this to happen, you know, but I'm just shocked it's so early, which is a good thing, I guess. Okay, before we start wrapping up, is there anything else anyone wants to talk about? Uh, I kind of want to bring something up really quickly, sure. um, and it, it does pertain to Sony in a way, um, but we all saw the Nintendo Direct. Yes. I will, you and I did, Ben. I don't know if I'll find the side. Well, I watched some of it. By uh, some of most, I mean... uh, yeah, I watched some of it, yeah. And what I want to talk about, yeah, what I want to bring up most is what Nintendo is doing with their legacy library. Mm -hmm. Um, They just announced that their online plan with an added plus subscription, we don't know how much it's going to cost yet. They haven't announced that. But if you have Nintendo online right now, you're getting SNES and SNES or NES and SNES classic games free. Now they're going to start adding Nintendo 64 and Sega Genesis slash Mega Drive yeah. for the UK. Um, again, they didn't announce the pricing for this expansion, but they announced some of the games. 
And obviously, there's some big hitters here. You know, Zelda Ocarina of Time, Mario Kart 64, um, Mario 64. On the Sega side, you're getting Sonic the Hedgehog 2, Streets of Rage yes. 2, Golden Axe. Yes. Um, this is phenomenal stuff from Nintendo. Yeah, it's not what a lot of people want, where they just want the games there so they can buy and play whenever they want. But they're still doing something. And... Mm-hmm. Like I just I sat there and I was like thinking, Sony, why aren't you doing this? Yes. Like why aren't you doing something like this? If Nintendo can go and get the licenses to a bunch of fucking games that nobody's seen the light of day of for twenty years now, Winback. Who the hell has heard of Winback? Covert operation. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, it came out on sixty four they released the PS two version later on. But then the franchise just died after that. Like, who the hell knows that game? If they can get the license to get that game back, Sony, you can get the goddamn license to put uh-huh. PS1 classics uh-huh. and PS2 uh-huh. classics on your goddamn system. Uh-huh. Okay? You don't have to sell them if you don't want to. Put them with PlayStation Plus. Put them on PlayStation. Make these games exclusive to PlayStation now. I'm pretty sure you're going to get a lot of subscribers if yeah. you put those games on PlayStation. I just don't understand why they're not doing it i will say um, i'll add a couple of things to this um there, please do okay not about the sony side about the nintendo side here one thing thank you nintendo for bringing the superior name of Star Fox back for england thank you <laughs> we've yes. got lilac wars 64 because oh it was called God, lilac wars um it was lilac wars because Star Fox was a copyright name in germany that they were worried that they would infringe, even though it's nothing to do with video games. So they renamed it Lilac Wars. Um, and also, I am really disappointed in them when it comes to the games. Not the selection of games, um, but they're bringing the European versions of some of the games out, which means mm-hmm. that our versions are slightly worse than the American <laughs> version. I'm because sorry. Zelda, I can't remember, I have to find that picture again, but there's like a few of them that are the PAL versions. Um, and that's not good. Uh, because I don't know if anyone knows, but the PAL versions run worse than the the North American. So um, that's just sad. I'm sorry. I'll try to remember. I think I, I think it was Super Mario 64, Zelda. I think Yoshi, and there was one other game. I think it's Doctor Mario. Um, mm-hmm. They run in the PAL version, which is 50 hertz. So like Zelda actually ran at uh, 15 to 18 frames in England. Oof. So Wait, now, hold on. I... I thought I saw something that said they're all going to be 60 hertz. In America. Not in the UK? No, in the UK, it's PAL. Are you sure? Yeah, that's what I read online. Okay. Not all I of them, I swear I saw something that they're going to be the 60 hertz versions of the games across all. From what games. I've read, that the um, unless it's changed since I read it, there was um, it was two days ago that I, yeah, um, yeah. During the North American version of Nintendo's Direct, the games were shown up running at full speed. However, when compared to the new Nintendo UK edition, uh, the games were running at 50 hertz rather than 60 hertz. Um, so, yeah. Oh, here we go. Here are the games. Lilac Wars is PAL. Makes sense because, you know, different name. Um, Super Mario 64, Zelda, and Operation Wingback, and Yoshi's Story will all be uh, 50 hertz instead of 60. The only 60 hertz ones will be Mario Kart, Dr. Mario, Mario Tennis and that game I don't know the name of. The one that was only in Japan. Yeah. Uh, Sins and Punishment. That's Sins and Punishment. It's... Hey, uh, we're getting a game that nobody's played outside Japan, so... Yeah. <laughs> but I would like to see actually play officially, fully sped, right, 
version of Super Mario 64. <laughs> Instead yeah, of that's unfortunate. Frame bad drop Mario 64. Oh, maybe the Switch version in that All-Star collection gives you what you need, man. Maybe. <laughs> but I'm but happy yeah, that we're getting Wars. Yeah, and like I said, it's all great. You know, the, the N64 collection is, is interesting because we're getting the high-quality Nintendo games, which are all AAA, A-plus games, and then everything else is going to be B, B-minus, because nobody else mm-hmm. made a great game on the N64. <laughs> I'm sorry to say. Uh, that's how I personally feel about it. Um, but still, you know, is this leading up to GameCube games eventually? I hope so. That'd be freaking incredible. Yes, yeah. Um, but I just want... The, the reason I'm bringing this up is, again, Sony, why... Are you not doing this? You have such an incredible, incredible collection of legacy titles. And yes, we've gotten a lot of them released on multiple platforms with, you know, Jack and Daxter collection, the Ratchet and Clank collection, Spiral collection just came out from Activision, obviously. Um, You've released Wild Arms, Twisted Metal Black on, yeah, as a PS2 classic. But there's so many, so many more that people, they, they, not only one, but they need these games. I need these games. Yeah. I need Xenosaga Trilogy. I need it. I don't want it. I need it. <laughs> Give it to me now. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's sad to me that Sony... Like, I never wanted to believe that they would abandon their legacy software, but and I, I do hope and still believe that they do have a plan for them. But if they're seeing how positive the reaction is coming from this direct about this announcement of legacy titles, they have to know that their legacy titles mean something. Not just, obviously, Sony's, but third-party developers as well. You know, Namco Bandai and Square Enix and Capcom, maybe they don't want to fund the resources and the money to release remasters and remake all their classic titles like that. And obviously, some of them are doing it with um, Resident Evil, and now Bandai Namco have announced that um, they're going to be looking at remasters of the Tales franchise games as well, but there's just so many others that deserve attention. Um, just do it. Just put them on there. You already have so many PSP uh, games available through the Vita. Um, Can we get Crisis why not Core, try to please? Do what? Crisis Core. I want that. Crisis Core uh, is a great one, Ben, because you can only get that game physically. That game's not available digitally. Um, so... Unless you had a PSP and you forked out the money to get it physically, nobody has experienced Crisis Core. Unless they, you know, got the ROM for it and played it that way, which I'm pretty sure the performance of it is not fantastic in any way. Um, but I just, I just wanted to bring this up because clearly Nintendo knows what its market is. And they know that people love their legacy titles. And not just theirs, but obviously the, thir- the third-party ones as well. They love them. They want to experience games from the SNES, the NES, the 64. Nintendo, in my opinion, is the only company right now that's literally trying to keep legacy titles alive as best they can. Mm-hmm. Could they do well, it better? Obviously, they can no, do it better. I would say Microsoft does a decent job. They've not been doing it recently, but they did bring mm-hmm. a load of original Xbox games over to the Xbox One. They brought some Xbox 360 games over. Um, Xbox, I think, was a... Uh, I don't know how true it is, but I think it was a licensing issue with NVIDIA more than anything at the time. Um, So Microsoft, although it's not doing it right now, did do a decent job during the Xbox One. Yeah, yeah, they did bring a lot of the original Xbox titles. It's true. Um, 
the 360 them, titles, yeah. But they, they yeah. did some. And more than Sony's done, at least. It's true. It is more than Sony's done. I mean, Sony started off really good doing PS1 classics on the PS3 and the Vita, but then they just stopped. Even the PS2 classics, they were doing a good job on, on the PS3 as well. There's, all, there's probably over 150 more PS2 classics that you can get on the PS3 than you could ever get at any point in time with the Sony system. Uh, go after that. So it sucks. And could it be done better? Obviously, I, 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 I think the industry has done a really poor job through and through of keeping legacy titles alive um, as a whole. There, they, there is, there needs to be a way or something where they can find some sort of agreement, some something. They need to do something to keep these games alive because, like we've talked about, the licensing is the number one thing I think that's killing these games. They run out of the license of the voice actors, of the music, of using the likeness of the character. Well, look at um, it's not a retro game, but look at Forza on microsoft's end they've ha- they've mm-hmm. got so many forozas they've had to discontinue they've got one that recently is discontinuing this year because they only had the licenses for the cars for a certain amount of time and because of that now the game is being pulled off the online store that's horrible that's absolute garbage and they've done it for previous forozer games as well like after i think it's like three or four years after the game comes out it gets pulled mm-hmm. off the store because they can't they don't have the license due to you know car manufacturers or maybe well car manufacturers music uh, maybe towns yeah. as well. They, t- they had the license for that long, and then they didn't renew it. Therefore, they they had to re- remove this. They might have renewed it for the new game, but they have renewed it for the previous titles. Mm. That's just sad, and that's the big problem with it all is licenses. It's the number one killer of legacy mm-hmm. titles, and it's yeah. sad. Um, I wish that these companies would be like, you know, we're not doing anything with the Wild Arms franchise, Sony. You own the franchise. You're not doing a damn thing with it. Why not release it on mobile phones, on freaking PC? Why not just release the game for free for people to just download and play whenever they want? It doesn't matter. You're not going to do anything. You're not. It's not costing you anything to do it. You Nobody's going to rebuy the game at this point because clearly you don't think it's worth charging the price for it, so you just shelve it. Why? Um... So say like I don't want to defend ROMs because obviously it's illegal to have it that way, but at this point they're the ones keeping these games alive, and officially companies are letting these games and these franchises die, and it sucks because I don't think that's right. If people worked on something for so long, they they obviously want people to experience it, and you're just not letting them. So I just wanted to bring this up. Because of that big change and and well, not change the the big news that came out of Nintendo there is that no, at I, least I, Nintendo's totally doing agree, something. Yeah, yeah I totally and, agree. I saw that and yeah, I I thought the same thing. Yeah, and like you like you said, Ben, Microsoft started, but they've recently kind of just stopped. Um, maybe because they got all the games that they felt people wanted out. Um, but obviously there's so many Xbox games, so many. Mm-hmm titles out there that from companies that are defunct now they don't even exist so who even knows who owns the licenses to a lot of these games anymore um something needs to happen and somebody needs to step up and you know even if sony just releases like a legacy console like just re-release the ps2 for example with an hdmi port or or someone not not like a ps1 classic nothing like that just they should have really just yeah, used the idea of the PS1 Classic and improved it with the PS2 Classic. Like, the PS1 Classic, in theory, was good. 
it was just really badly done mm-hmm. like so i would i would like if they did uh even if they don't include it uh, i know people would want a physical like disc drive in it because they want to play their games exactly. but even if, if even if they made a ps2 without a physical drive but an online storefront where you can purchase some of your favorite old games i think people mm-hmm. would be okay with that uh, well as long as it's not too pricey like You've got to remember that these are still old games and people don't want to pay ridiculous... Well, some people will. And some mm-hmm. people will want physical drives because... But I know that Sony probably doesn't want to pay for the license for the physical drive. So, there's that. The reason, Another reason why the PS4 and, does, PS4 and PS5 doesn't support physical PS2 games. Because Sony doesn't want to pay for the license for the drive. Um, so, yeah. PS2, maybe I'll a digital storefront that has them. Yeah, I'll be 100% for that. Like, I'm pretty sure it doesn't cost them a lot of money to have a server that can have that can store these games and no they don't have to be pricey they can be the same price that they are on psn right now uh from 4.99 to 9.99 i think one of the highest games uh is on the ps3 it's a ps2 classic i think it's uh grandia 3 from square i think it's like 13.99 um but yeah do that release a ps2 like a legacy PS2, like like you said, man. Like yeah. the PS1 classic. If 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 they would have had a disc drive on it, if I can open it, put on the PS1 game and play it, that would be one of the greatest investments I ever made. Because now I can play my PS1 games, all my legacy games, on my TV. Just plug it in like I do my PS5 and have fun with it. Um, I I would I would want them to have a disc drive. I would want if they release a PS2 classic to have a DVD drive that plays PS2 games. Get rid of the DVD player out of it. If I don't want to watch DVDs anymore, I have Blu-ray now. Just let me put in a disc of a PS2 game and play it. Uh-huh. Why no, not? It's the, laser, it's the laser itself that costs money. The laser itself let is it owned cost by someone. Money. I, I, I'm sorry, I think Sony can still do it. I think Sony no, can could. fork whatever I'm money. It, it, they it, they it, can it, easily do it. I'm just saying that that's why they're cheap. <laughs> that's why they're, mm. they're too cheap when it comes to it. They could easily do it. But yeah, that's the like, reason why PS5 and PS4 don't do it. Because... They'd have to include another laser to do it. Yeah, like, to me, I don't think there's any harm in doing it as an experiment to see how many people actually buy it and want it. Do it with the PS1 first, and then if people love it, if it sells like if it sells like the SNES Classic did, if not better, then you already know you're going to get a massive boost in sales if you do it with the PS2. Mm-hmm. Easily. Because you're not doing anything. You're not putting them on digital storefronts. You're not putting it on PlayStation Now. Like, you're already simulating PS3 games on, through PS Now, right? Something you can't do physically. There's, I can't, I don't care what anybody says, we're never going to get backwards compatibility with physical media on any system with PS3 games. It's not going to happen. And like you said, it's the cell processor, it, it literally destroyed any chance of that happening. Um, but they can obviously do it digitally through PS Now. You can, that just tells me you can easily do it with the PS2 and PS1. So why not? It sucks, yeah. and I hate it, and I hate that Nintendo, right now, I feel like Nintendo is the only one who cares about legacy titles. Microsoft cared, but obviously, like you said, Ben, they kind of stopped with a lot of the lesser ones since they got all their big first-party ones already out there. Mm-hmm. Sony needs to do something, in my opinion, because we can talk about how great God of War and God of War 2 are, but who's going to believe us if they can't play it? <laughs> you know, that's my problem. Now, maybe God of War is not a good example because you can still get it on PS4 for the collection, but you, you know what I'm trying to say. Yeah. It sucks. And this is, I guess, why people want a remake of games. They want a remake of 7 because for the longest time, you couldn't really play 7 on anything without a PS1. Now it's available on everything, sure. 
Yeah, now but, it's. But what about others? Bro? Like Breath of Fire. I can't play Breath of Fire on anything because the last one was on PS2. It wasn't great, but I want some Breath of Fire. I can't play it on anything except the, the system it came out for and, you know, 3 and 4 on my Vita. That's it. It says Android. It sucks. Breath of Fire 4? Is it, uh, is it, and Breath of Fire 6 is iOS. Yeah, Breath of Fire 6 doesn't exist anymore. They shut that server okay. down after like half a year. Okay. <laughs> uh, Breath of Fire, there's Game Boy Advance, but again, that's old. Yeah. See, and again, Nintendo's doing something. Obviously, they can do more. How many Game Boy Advance games? How many DS games? I mean, can we Game Boy no Advance longer... would, so good, would be so good on the Switch. Mm -hmm. And again, uh, Nintendo can do the same thing. It's like, hey, guess what? We're releasing a brand new Game Boy Advance with all these updated features and specs and social media integration, whatever the fuck you want to have it. And it's going to have its own storefront, but you can also put in your old fucking Game Boy Advance games into the system and play them. One second, one second, one second. It says that two Breath of Fire games have been ported to the Switch. Well, I have no idea what they are. I'm going to look into this. Oh, uh, yeah, because we got Breath of Fire. I think one, um, one and two were part of the SNES um, collection that they did yeah. for the online. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm looking at this. I love this shows you how UK's release dates are, though. Right. <laughs> Breath of Fire 1, 1993, Japan, 1994, America, 2001 for Europe. <laughs> That's weird because all the other, we, right, we got, this shows you, right, we got Breath of Fire 2 in 1996, Breath of the Fire 3 in 1998, because Final Fantasy 7 came out around then, so they obviously started buying yeah. JRPGs. When, so we got Breath of Fire 4 just before Breath of Fire 1 came out. <laughs> Breath of the Fire 4 was August 3rd, 2001. Breath of Fire 1, December 14th. <laughs> it's not right, man. It's not right. Hey, ben, you, you're the perfect example. How long have you been waiting to play the true version of Final Fantasy VI? A long time. A very long time. You didn't want to play the shitty mobile ported PC version? No. You wanted to play the original. And look yeah. how long it's taking. Like, chances it's are you never would have gotten it if they never announced this. Pixel HD collection. Remaster. Yeah, you probably never would have gotten a chance to play it unless you bought a PS One and played the PS One version, or somehow in the vast dark well of your wallet forked over the money to get the actual Final Fantasy Three copy for the SNES to play. <laughs> um, it sucks, and something needs to change. There needs to be something that happens that allows these legacy games to live on. That's why I brought this up, and I'm sorry that it took so long. No, don't worry. I, I'm happy we got to talk about it because I have had thoughts on it as well, so don't worry. Alfonso, you've been quiet. What are your thoughts? It sucks. It, it sucks because, you know, that's why I keep most of my consoles. I mean, it, it depends on how long they will last because, you know, I want my kids to play these type of stuff. Depending, it also depends on the company and how long they keep the servers and stuff like that. But still, in the end, I want my kids to play these type of stuff too. And then, you know, reminisce when I'm playing it with them. I was like, oh, I remember I used to play this nonstop back in the day. And it's like that when that time comes, they will never know what I'm talking about. I mean, yes, I will tell them, but they, they won't be able to experience it for themselves because it will no longer be available or the companies never did nothing to keep it up for as long as they can. And that, that, that's the part that really bothers me because there, there's, there's so many games. There's so many good games that I want my son to play when it's, it's time for him to play you know, in terms of the appropriate ages, you know, the mature games and stuff like that. And he won't be able to. So 
yeah, it, it sucks, and I'm glad you brought it up, Gary. Cause yeah, I also wanted to talk about this. I'm I'm glad Nintendo is the only one who's really keeping legacy titles alive. I hope PlayStation is like will take a patriotic book and do something about this. I doubt they will, but yeah, this this sucks. Like this is a shame. This 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 is a shame from Sony, especially knowing how many you sold in terms of PS5. Like just imagine porting this. Like you said, to now, and then somehow you know figure out how to get it work. Imagine how many more PS5s you will sell if, whenever you know you have it in stock, and you know when you get more say, stock. Sony's like, but how? Oh <laughs> well, yeah, it it it, it this seeing as seeing seeing that made me happy, but seeing what Nintendo did also made me sad. So yeah, yeah, and and, and like I said, are they doing it the best way? Probably not. You know, it's all behind a paywall, a paywall that is probably a little more expensive than what people believe it should be. But at least they're doing something. And I'd rather they do something than do nothing. For me, I'm okay with the paywall as long as they keep supporting it regularly. Like, if it's $10 a year, because it's not going to be much more than that. Because the Switch Mm -hmm. online is like $15, $20, right? Yeah. As long as they do a game a month, I feel that's okay. Well, right now, what are the? I think you're getting like four or five legacy games. Yeah. Every month. Yeah. So if they add one uh, Nintendo game and one Mega Drive game extra per month, I would be happy with that. That's the minimum mm-hmm. I feel like should happen because it's an expansion, so it's not going to be full price. I don't expect the same amount of titles I get for the full subscription for that price. But at the same time, I want to make sure that because it is a technically a monthly sub that I get something for that monthly sub. Mm-hmm. So my I. I feel like one game a month is the minimum requirement. Of course, I'm not going to be like, oh my god, they gave us five, how dare they? They're so evil. <laughs> but at the minimum, I feel like one Nintendo 64 game and one Mega Drive game per month is is the minimum. Yeah, and I think what's going to be the most impressive thing, personally, that I think we'll see, is once the those first games come out, like, say, yeah. the, 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 the first games are going to be Mario 64, Mario Kart 64, and Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time, right? The, these are just things. I don't know like, if the games that they showed, if those are going to come out all at once, or if it's just going to be a rollout of those games. I guarantee you, the month that any one of those three games comes out is going to be the number one played game on the, that month. I guarantee it. And that alone should tell Nintendo and everybody else, hey, people want to play Mario Kart 64 over Mario Kart Deluxe right now? That's got to tell you something. I guarantee you it's going to happen. But I will say, I also want to make sure that they release certain... Uh, I don't want them to release, like, trash every month. Like, we're getting all these cool games at launch, but then I don't want the next game to then be... I don't know, I'm looking at the games list. Um, Brunswick Circle Pro Bowling is November's <laughs> game, followed by Center Court Tennis in December, and then everyone's favorite game, Cruise and Exotica. Um <laughs> I know they kind of big games every month, but yeah. No, I hate to tell you this, Ben, but I kind of already talked about this. You're going to have Nintendo's AAA games, and then everybody else is a B, B minus <laughs> after that. So we'll see. Like I said, I don't think the 64 had the greatest lineup of video games. Um, no. Well, still, something is better than nothing, in my opinion. But it did so. have um, 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 Gex 64. <laughs> And clearly, we're getting Banjo Kazooie. Yeah, owned Which by means, Microsoft. Uh, oh my god! Imagine we get if we. Uh, 
Now, if they make Goldeneye, that's when it becomes an instant buy. Goldeneye is the big, I don't know. It won't happen, but if it does happen, Mm -hmm. that would be the game that gets everyone to subscribe. I I think if it was going to happen, I think if Goldeneye was going to be there, it would have been in the launch. They would have announced it right away. Unless they save it for Christmas. (laughs) Maybe, but you know, with Rare being part of Microsoft, James Bond being owned by Amazon now, I just don't see like I'm pretty sure getting the license to that is probably beyond anything Nintendo has seen in numbers to license something from Amazon, and they're like, yeah, that's not happening. <laughs> Amazon obviously not as big in the game industry just yet, um, but I don't think they really understand that you can't ask for like nine figure numbers to license a character <laughs> from a video game. But who knows? I don't know. Well, this podcast is nearly no, it's only an hour and a half. That's okay. Plus, we didn't have an episode last week, so sorry yeah. again, everyone, for that. I was, I don't know. There was so much news, but at the same time, uh, so any shout outs before we go? No, uh, Gary, shout out to Gary. you guys, as always. Yeah, shout out to you guys. Shout out to all my friends. Uh, shout out to the ones who came out to have fun at my birthday. Um, thank you for I that. I wish I was I, there. <laughs> I wish you were there too, man. Um, so thank you all. Thanks for all the birthday wishes from you guys, from everybody who sent me some wishes. Um, yeah, shout out to the listeners, and uh, you can reach me on Twitter at Gagalush, that's G-A-G-L-A-U-S-A. Alfonso. Shout out to all the listeners, to all the followers, um, thank you for having me on, like always. Um, Gary, I'm glad you enjoy your birthday. I'm kind of jealous, because I did not know you shared the same birthday with the Joker. I just realized that yesterday, when I saw Mark Hamill post on Instagram, I was like, wait, today his birthday? Wait, Gary said the same, <laughs> shared the same birthday with the Joker? Jelly. I mean, we have but, seen um, Joker and Gary in the same place at a time, so. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but um, I'm glad you enjoy yourself. And um, yeah, you can follow me on Twitter at Alishan7. Uh, shout out to both Gary and Alfonso, as always. Thank you so much for being on. A shout out to everyone that listens. We're hoping to get Neil on at some point, so we'll see when that happens. Um, join us next week as we talk about more video game news and also the anime podcast. So have a, have a lovely week, everyone. Goodbye. Bye. Boy. Bye. Goodbye.